0: Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Monday, August 12th, 2019, and this is the ride. Man, I'm so glad you're here with me today. It's always good to hang out with you. This kind of reminds me of Romper Room. Those of you who are my generation might remember this. At the end of this TV show for kids the host which was a young woman i don't remember her name but she would always look through this i think like a romper room mirror or something and she would say oh hi jimmy i see you out there and hi julie and and franklin and sammy and and rusty yes i see you rusty you'd always sign off by doing that. Man, it felt special. So I want you to feel that special today. I am talking right to you. I've been excited because I recently looked at the statistics on the podcast and I was somewhat blown away because I would say that I am not like some very popular podcasts that have tens of thousands of views every day. I am nowhere near that, but I saw some numbers pop up on a few that were probably ten times higher than I would have expected. So that is great. It turns out that that particular one I was discussing, Raising Teenage Boys, and I thought, well, man, I better listen to that one again. Maybe there's some wisdom in there that I even forgot. And sure enough, I did, and there was. You know, the thing about what I do here is, I don't know, I'm just off the cuff, and truly I believe the Lord uses this opportunity to speak through me, and sometimes I remember it and sometimes I don't, so this is why I record it, so I can go back and listen to it, which you should too. A lot of good stuff there. There's a lot of good stuff. So uh, what I'm going to do probably in the next few days is go through... because I happened to look through and found a bunch of the podcasts that were behaving and trending in the same way. So I'll probably do a top 10 and post them all out to you all so you can quickly get to them. So what I did when I began writing the book The Paper Trail... I, I found the ones, the episodes that were the most listened to and went with that. So anyhow, exciting stuff. This morning I was reading scripture about raising children. I'm on this kick right now because as you know, I've got a couple kids that are, one's in college and one's weeks away from being in college as a freshman and I think I'm thinking about it a lot more because that freshman will be moving away from home not very far a couple hours so that's not too bad and I know some of you parents have kids halfway across the nation and man I pray God gives you everything you need I mean really the distance isn't a really a huge thing I mean it kind of is because two hours away I could see him whenever I want to hop in the car it's not a big deal if it's halfway across the nation it's a little bit of a bigger deal but the thing is that distance is distance right and at this point in our lives it's a distance we got to get used to but anyway he's ready he's ready and that's what we as parents have been doing, right? We have been readying our kids. I talked about the braces that I wore for my leg injuries and how they recently come off and I equated that to, you know, we're kind of like the braces for our kids as they as they grow up and find their strength in their walk. And this is the encouragement I want to give us all is that we've put things into them when, when it comes to Christ, when it comes to the knowledge of Christ. And we might feel like we didn't do an adequate job. And you know what? We will feel that way. Our, we have an enemy who's going to remind us of where we failed. It's okay. We failed. There's, You can call that mistakes or trouble in the day. But, you know, Scripture says that there is trouble in the day. Don't worry about the trouble tomorrow. There's enough trouble in today. But God will get you through the trouble. Isn't that true? I'm going to find out for sure what it says because I don't want to give you a mistruth. I don't have the scripture in front of me and I don't want to be driving while I'm trying to find a scripture. I have one scripture in front of me on purpose so that I can read to you when I hit a stop, which I am about to do. So, I think you know the scripture about there's enough trouble in the day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough trouble. The point is, is that there is trouble. There's mistakes we're going to make. It's okay. It's okay. God's aware of this. God has grace on your kids. God has grace on you. God has grace on your kids. As you release them into the world and into God's hands more and more every day, trust God. He will take care of your kids. Lord Jesus, we receive that steady hand that you have, that steadied us at times. You will do the same for our kids. Thank you for loving us and our offspring. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that scripture that I had pulled up, I'd like to read to you. It's from 1 Peter 5 verse 2 and 3. And hang on a second, because I want to not do this unless I'm stopped. That's very interesting. God just showed me something. There's a car off the side of the road. It doesn't look like it meant to park there. It's way in the ditch. So I'm purposefully stopping so I can read this to you, because it's appropriate that I not be traveling when I read this. So here we go. I'm in a township office parking lot. 1 Peter 5, 2 through 3, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care. That could be said of your family. Watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve not lording over those entrusted to you but being examples to the flock okay so I'm pretty sure that that scripture is kind of speaking to people who are in leadership and ministry I'm fairly confident that's the context of that but if you think about it your family are those who you're ministering to am I right? so it kind of applies but i i uh i saw that scripture and it spoke to me a little bit both as a father but also as a manager at work turns out today is the first day of an employee that i'm going to have and without getting into details and all this kind of stuff um Obviously, um, I I feel like this is a really good candidate that we've selected, or else he wouldn't be starting. But there there will be things that I need to do as I minister to my employees, right? They're the flock in my care. Not to lord over them, but to be a servant. Something that I've learned, and you've you've probably picked up on this if you've listened to this podcast, is that I went through a period of time where I was lording over my kids, especially my son, because he and I have certain personalities that kind of conflict a bit, and I think it's just a guy thing a little bit. Whenever I'd feel threatened, maybe, I mean, I'll just be honest with you. Can I be honest with you? Even fathers feel threatened uh maybe their there their power there's a power struggle in the family and maybe they don't like it that someone is becoming more independent of their care whatever it is i went through a period of time and i still am a little bit where you know i don't want to give up all my power but i don't have to in fact the way i'm reading scripture I might be gaining power if you will by becoming more of a servant. It's it's a dichotomy. It doesn't it's the free economics of family life, man. Certain things work like the opposite of what you expect. If you become a servant, suddenly, well maybe not suddenly, but there grows a respect. I found this in business too. As I serve and as I show, make examples of how to do things, and I don't demand that others do them necessarily all the time, but there will be times that I will do it and I will show, and I will show them that I'm willing to do it, that's kind of a servant heart. And I believe that that causes those in my care to have a higher respect for me maybe and be willing to do things because they see that I'm willing to do things. Another thing I saw in the scriptures today is that, uh, you know, this idea of honoring your father and mother. Well, that, if you want to teach that to your kids, I was thinking about this recently. You know, certain things that my kids do, I almost wish there's a third party who could kind of like set them straight on a few things because I can't tell them as a parent certain things because you know I'm, I'm too close to the situation if you understand what I'm saying but if a third party were to say hey look you need to be you know more respectful of your parents or you need to make sure you're doing this they might take it from a third party well when it comes to honoring your father and mother if your kids aren't honoring you like you think that they should How about this? How about you honor your mother and father? How about that? Now, I'm not saying you don't, but maybe make a point to let it be known that you're doing that more and more. And that might speak into the situation. Just a thought. Just a thought. It seems to me that this generation maybe has lost this this young generation has maybe not the same sensibilities when it comes to that kind of I'm trying to think of the right word I don't want to slam this generation but it just seems like you know with with the way technology is you can wish somebody a happy birthday without a thought really you just press a button you can send a an electronic greeting card that is so heartfelt or is it? it just seems like it's so easy to not do the personal thing that used to be kind of important I don't know, I'm ranting here but I wanted to get to the the part of today where I, I think there's a little bit more I need to say about the brace the braces so if you haven't listened to the last podcast, I think it's number two hundred and fifty-five, and if I'm not mistaken, I think if you add up all the podcasts, it might be, it might be one hundred hours worth. No, that doesn't seem right. I think it would be way more than that. Anyway, check it out if you haven't listened to it. It's it's the story of how I had injured my legs uh, in this summer and how i had to wear braces for a while and i'm just to the point right now where i don't rely on the braces any longer but there's a little bit more to tell because one of my legs you know it is my these are my legs right i'm drawing a parallel between you know releasing my kids into the world and taking the braces off my legs well all of your kids they're unique right if you got more than one child you know that your kids are unique in my case my legs are unique I had my left leg is doing really good and the brace came off and I'm doing pretty good I mean there's still some tightness there there's really no pain but there's some tightness there I have to kind of build up my muscles again and as that happens it's almost like the flexibility isn't there but it's getting there and it's it's doing pretty okay and it's progressing every day my other leg my right leg had more damage and required more care and upbringing and special it just required special handling and and we've got kids that are different and we and in in my case I'm finding that I cannot walk as fast with my right leg as I can with my left so it causes me to have kind of a limp I guess you could say it's all me but I have to take some special care with this one you know just like I said before you know how we want to honor our father and mother as parents we want to honor our parents so that the next generation can see us do that and maybe we need to take steps to make that more known make it more clear and then our kids might do the same at some point in this case I might have a child that needs more care needs a different kind of handling and maybe I can't walk them through life as fast as the other one we're all still the same family so i might need to spend some extra time with one or maybe it's not a time thing so much maybe it's just the manner in which i devote energy because truly both of my legs i have to exercise each one equally i have i have to do that because if i don't i lose body symmetry so I have to I have to exercise them both equally but I might treat one differently does that make any sense parents you all know this I mean we know that we have different ways we deal with different children but God knows us too and whether you're in the same boat I'm at where you've got kids heading to college soon or whether you've got middle schoolers and there's just a different vibe with the different kids and sometimes especially if you've got a lot of them which the word says fill your quiver it's a blessing that just means if you've got a full quiver you might have a lot of different personalities but God's aware and God gives you the grace to deal with that so if it feels overwhelming continue to trust in the Lord know that I'll be praying for you And that God will bring the help that you need at the right time. Can you believe with me for that? You know, when I think about it, I probably could have left the brace on a little bit longer on one leg. I could have. That might have helped, but I kind of think it wouldn't have. Because a lot of my problem was that my my walk, my gait, was really messed up from the braces. The braces had to come off because it was actually hampering what I feel was my development, my strengthening. The braces have to come off at some point so that you can, with God's strength going through your life, so that you can work those muscles and you can be walking. God flowing through you, but you're the one walking. And yeah, there's going to be some, some sore days, some, some troubled days, right? But don't worry. And this is that, that scripture in First Peter encouraged me this morning because my my leg is painful at times. Uh, not painful, but just sore. You know? I guess it's a level of pain. But I know that I'm gonna make it through. I'm not gonna worry about tomorrow's pain. I'm just gonna deal with today's and, you know, manage it. I'm glad I took the braces off when I did though because I really feel like my strength started to come and I'm kind of thinking that part of my struggle at this point isn't that my legs aren't ready to take the weight and to take the walking it's that my muscles are strengthening and that strengthening is actually causing there to be um, some breaking away of scar tissue and things like this and, and of course that can preach as we walk under the power that God has given us some of the scar tissue from earlier hurts it might be slightly painful but God is actually healing you God is healing those broken places so I'm not worrying about tomorrow tomorrow I'll just make it through today. Lord Jesus, thank you for being with us today. And I thank you that you use the rantings of a dude driving to work to encourage a world. Help us in these times where we're maybe bucking against some scar tissue. Lord, give us that strength to bust through and and make it to the next day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, my friends, you stay in the word and you live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And are you walking through life with braces that maybe you shouldn't be wearing any longer? I don't know what that means. I don't even have a picture in my mind, but I bet you you do. If you're in that boat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I want you to put your full trust in the Lord, your God, the creator of heaven and earth. The one who is lighting your very steps in front of you. Will you do that today? Trust Him in family matters, in physical matters, in uh, medical, emotional, whatever it is that you need to trust something more than just yourself. You trust the Lord, your God, and He will get you through that scar tissue to the next day. And I will see you on the flip.